When I was in high school, my favorite movie was one entitled Rosencrantz and Guildenstern Are Dead. The film was a comedy based on two characters from Hamlet, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, who are essentially the comic relief in the play. They only have a couple of lines throughout. While the film was a fun Richard Dreyfuss film, there was a scene where the two main characters play a game of questions. Here's a soundbite from that game. Do you want to play questions? How do you play that? You have to ask questions. Statement one, love. Cheating. How? I hadn't started yet. Statement two, love. Are you counting that? What? Are you counting that? Foul, no repetition. Three, love, and game. I'm not going to play if you're going to be like that. <sighs> Who's serve? Uh, hesitation, love one. Who's go? Why? Why not? What for? No! No synonyms! One all! What in God's name is going on? Foul, no rhetoric, 2-1. What does it all add up to? Can't you guess? Are you addressing me? Is there anyone else? Who? How would I know? Why do you ask? Are you serious? Was that rhetoric? No! Statement, two all game point. What's the matter with you today? When? What? Are you deaf? Am I dead? Yes or no? Is there a choice? Is there a god? Foul! No non sequiturs. Three, two, one, game all. What's your name? What's yours? You first. Statement. One love. What's your name when you're at home? What's yours? When I'm at home? Is it different at home? What home? Haven't you got one? Why do you ask? What are you driving at? What's your name? Repetition. Two love. Match point. Who do you think you are? Frederick, game and match. Match, match, match. I hope you enjoyed that. While playing a game of questions like a tennis match can be a fun activity, I know, I've done it many times with my friend Rusty. It is actually a good reminder of something that can help you in your daily life and improve your personal and professional life. The game of questions. Welcome to Todd Talks, where I help you design your best life. Today, we're talking about questions. I'm not actually saying for you to play the game of questions, though it is a lot of fun and would make a great fun game for a group of friends. No, I want to emphasize the art of asking questions. You see, the kind of questions you ask will put you on the path of being a learner or a judger. I'll cover that more later on. Where those two paths lead often determine the quality of your teamwork, your marriage, company, personal life, etc. Let me start off by asking you a question. What questions are you asking yourself in any given situation? Now these are internal questions. 
I've covered the words we say to ourselves in a previous podcast and how important they are. But in this instance, I'm asking what questions you ask yourself. How does this question impact you? Whether you're aware of it or not, questions play a big part of your life, especially the internal questions you ask. Everything you do in your life, all your actions are first derived from your thoughts. We've covered that before. Your thoughts become actions. Actions become things. Each action you take has a question attached to it. For example, as you got dressed today, subconsciously you may have asked yourself, what's the weather like? What am I doing today? Do I have a meeting, a Zoom call? Am I meeting anyone? Can I stay in my pajamas today? Business on top, party underneath, right? You get my drift. Every action you take has an underlying question. Should I drive to work? Which way? Should I take the freeway or the relaxing country road? Each decision you make in your day is in response to an internal question. More examples. A statement, I'm thirsty, carries with it several questions. Do you want water or soda? Do you drink coffee? Do you want sugar and cream or black? You get my drift. I could go on like this all day, but I'll stop there. As situations come at you throughout the day, you're bombarded with opportunities to make decisions on your attitude. A good story, an example of this, and tell me if this has ever happened to you. You're late for work or a date or a meeting, and you get on the road and boom, traffic grinds to a halt. You're stressed and get angry because of stupid people that don't know how to drive or they've run out of gas or their car is stalled out and you're assuming this is the case because it's been the case many times you've been stuck in traffic. You get frustrated and angry, upset. You don't have time for this. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. When you finally get to the end of the traffic and see what has happened, and let's say that it was an icy day and somebody's car rolled over and you see paramedics working trying to save someone's life. You instantly go from angry to, oh, I hope they're okay. Each of those instances carried with them internal questions. For example, as you sat in traffic getting angry, your internal questions probably ranged along these lines. Who's to blame? What are people thinking? Why are people so dumb? How simple is it to just drive? And on and on and on. You're not really aware of these questions unless you step outside yourself and see yourself from the outside, getting angry or frustrated about things outside your control. There are a lot of things in life that we can't control. What we can control is how we respond to them. The questions we ask ourselves can stimulate curiosity, inspire us, open us to new discoveries, and move us in the direction of success, or they can drive in, us into despair, inactivity, and failure. Earlier, I mentioned that the, type of, the types of questions you ask yourself will put you into either learner or judger mode. What does this mean, you might ask? When you are in learner mode, you are asking questions that give you options and choices. You're looking at positive things. When you're operating in judger mode, you are reacting and often in a negative way. 
Learner mode is solution-focused, full of thoughtful questions. It looks for win-win scenarios. Judger mode is focused on blame, on automatic reactions. Ultimately, win-lose scenarios. Win-lose. Stupid. A good example was from a study that was done some years ago of two basketball teams that were of equal caliber and ability. Similar scoring, similar game results, etc. The two teams were focused on different things. The first team, I'll call them the judger team, they focused on not making any mistakes. They reviewed game footage and hashed out all the mistakes players made and reviewed them over and over, practicing to not make those same mistakes. The other team, the learner team, was focused on all the good things that they did in a game. Rather than focus on the negative, they focused on the things they did right. They reviewed game day footage of what they did right and practiced the good things over and over until they'd mastered them. At the end of the season, the two teams were compared again. The learner team that focused on the positive and good, their gameplay and winning improved a massive 34% from the previous year. The other team, the judger team, in many areas stayed the same and in some areas actually did worse than their previous score their previous year the main difference between the two was the focus on the positive versus the negative you see you can ask different questions and get different results take a moment and imagine a situation where you're asked to lead a group and you feel you need to tell everyone how to get things done right You're knowledgeable and skilled, and therefore, you come up with lots of answers. The way your team reacts to you and works would be different depending on the questions you ask yourself and your team. Now, I recently worked with a leader that provided lots of answers. That was, they were good at providing answers. And a lot of other leaders didn't like working with them. You see, the way your team reacts to you and works with you would be different depending on the questions you ask yourself and your team. Judger questions, they can be, what's wrong? Who's to blame? How can I prove I'm right? How can I protect my turf? How can I be in control? How could I get hurt? How could I lose? Why is that person such an idiot? Why is that person so clueless or Why bother? Those questions just make you feel good, don't they? Uh, no. I bet you can feel your neck tensing and your body getting ready for a fight or just tight just by just thinking about those questions. Now, how do you feel when you hear learner-type questions? Focus on how you feel now. What works? What am I responsible for? What are the facts? What's the big picture? What are my choices? What's useful about this? What can I learn? What is the other person feeling? What is the other person needing or feeling? What's possible? You can feel the difference, can't you? Those questions open up your mind rather than close it off. They generate feelings of possibility rather than negative thoughts and feelings. We all jump from learner to judger throughout the day. It's unconscious in our subconscious most of the time. The point is that as we bring it to our consciousness, 
and recognize the feelings we get as we have that internal dialogue, we can stop problems before they start or before they grow too big. Let's say you use this in your marriage or with your boyfriend, girlfriend, depending on your situation. How can this affect your relationship? Well, sometimes I would wager there are disagreements in those relationships. Heaven knows Tiffany and I may have had one or two over the years. Now, in the middle of a disagreement about who's right and who's wrong, if you're trying to come out on top, win the argument, prove you're right, you may win the argument, but your partner is left angry or hurt, and you're angry or frustrated just from the exchange. But turn it around. You start to have an argument, and you ask yourself, What is the other person needing or feeling right now? Whoa, that changes things quick, doesn't it? Why? Because you move from me-centered thinking to other-centered thinking. You begin to be a helper, not a hinderer. You don't have to be right at the expense of someone else's feelings. Now, there are times you need to be right. You need to stand up for truth and what's right. If someone's being bullied, you don't turn a blind eye to that. You step in, you help out. If someone's cheating, you don't turn a blind eye to that. You step in, you help out. Again, those are decisions, aren't they? In learner, you're seeking to help another person. In judger, you may think the bully has it right, or you may accept that cheating on a test is just fine because everyone does it. Either way, Every day, you'll switch between the two often. You're happier the longer you can maintain learner mode, or as I would call it, positive mindset. A judger would be a negative mindset. I know I've been so angry in the past over silly things. I used to fight with my daughter, Savannah, all the time because she would not listen to me and she'd ignore what I had to say. And something that started out so simple such a small thing would blow up into a massive heated row. When I'd calm down and thought about it, I'd ask myself why I got so angry. Then I would look at things differently and try to see her point of view, as skewed as that was. <laughs> hey, I'm the parent. I can, I can think that way. The point I'm making is that I had learned, had I learned about learner and judger questions and mindset back then, I could have saved us all a lot of emotional trauma, emotional upset by never getting furious in the first place. I could have asked different questions. Again, we're talking internal questions. This is self-dialogue. So next time you feel your pulse quickening and frustration or anger beginning to rear its ugly head, whether in business setting or in your family, take a moment and follow this simple formula. A, B, C, C. A, Take a moment to become aware of your mode. Ask yourself, am I in judger? Recognize where you're at, looking at things emotionally, negatively, positively, etc. B. Breathe. Take a moment as you become aware of your mode and just breathe. Ask yourself, do I need to step back, pause, and look at this more objectively or from a different angle or point of view? C, be curious. Do you have all the facts? What's happening here? Are you making assumptions? 
You know what happens when you assume, right? It makes an arse out of you and me. C. Choose. After considering the previous items, make a choice about your response. It's a pretty simple and straightforward method, and I know that it works. I'll be implementing this more in my own life. This idea of judger and learner attributes, positive and negative attributes, and asking the right questions is not my idea. I just finished reading Dr. Marilee G. Adams' book, Change Your Questions, Change Your Life, and the IB... The idea behind what I've talked about is from that book, as well as the ABCC formula. All of these techniques and habits that can help you change your life are based on the fact that we don't ask enough questions. We usually jump into situations, barely knowing what's going on, and make decisions before we've had enough time to breathe, let alone absorb all the information that we need. So we go off of a lot of gut feelings and assumptions. And I already taught, we already said, what happens when you assume? I've assumed a lot of things over the years. I've gotten in trouble for assuming things over the years. I've spent years learning that when Tiffany says she's fine, she's fine. And my assuming that something is wrong or bothering her is putting my own thinking on her. Something must be bothering her, I think, because I feel that she needs to be bothered by something and that everything isn't just fine. Too many frustrated discussions later, I've gotten better at learning when to ask more detailed questions because something isn't fine, and when to accept that everything really is fine. Life is art. Life is messy. You won't always get it right. You won't always be in learner mode. Human nature likes to drop us into judging mode as a default mechanism. I think that's actually self-protection. But to live happy and healthy and with less hurt, heartache, and despair or regret, learn to recognize when you're in judger mode, seeing the negative, and pop yourself out by altering your questions, altering your internal dialogue. Get yourself into learner mode. See the positive with new questions. This is Todd Talks, and I know that you can improve your life as you learn to ask the right questions. Thank you for listening. As always, show us some love. Give us a five-star review or subscribe so that you never have to miss an episode. Todd Talks are available on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Invite your friends. You can find me on Instagram as Todd Talks underscore IG. And this episode is sponsored by my network marketing business, which also is on Instagram as Todd Talks Wellness, where I help insecure women and men with their hair, skin, and health slash fitness problems so that you can live your best life. As always, have a blessed day.